You are listening to episode 134 of the Heart to Mouth podcast. I'm Darius, and on today's show, I want to talk to you about pornography, aka porn, as the new drug. I had a really amazing breakfast with some truly epic men this morning, and one of the men brought up that he was celebrating his 10 year anniversary porn free and in my head I'm like god damn that's amazing wow and also damn that timing is perfect because this last week two weeks ish I've been exploring the toxic charge of pornography in my life Yes, I'm definitely not a data scientist, obviously, but I can just feel, I can see the chart. I can see the massive increase in dopamine and endorphins. I don't even know what endorphins are, let's be honest, but I think it's it's the right word in this case. But you know what I mean? There's this like, and you have almost infinite possibilities of choices. I remember watching this documentary about Mike Tyson and he was so sad in it. And he was talking about his quote unquote heyday where he was having sex orgies with like 20 women at a time. And he just looks in the camera and is like, dude, that shit fucks you up because your, your excitement, your standards for excitement are so high that one girl, three girls, won't do it for you and to a certain degree I feel like pornography is like that it's so flippant it's so fleeting it's so unsubstantial there's no emotional connection everything is objectified and let's not even go into the um, the, just the terrible distortion of what sex is, what love is, what a female body is supposed to look like, what a male body is supposed to look like, what intimacy be, intimacy is supposed to feel like. That's a whole other level of fucked up. But my friend Lillian told me something recently that I think is really profound insight. And the insight is if you want to know if you have an addiction to something, you need to track the dopamine increase for people that are not addicted to things when they're in pursuit of a thing, say porn or a muffin or, you know, a cigarette or whatever. The dopamine peaks when they're not addicted, when they're consuming, when they've finally um, found the thing that they were seeking out. And they're consuming it. The dopamine is at the highest, which makes logical sense. For addicts and addictive behaviors, the dopamine is actually highest in pursuit. You get the idea to do it. You're like, (gasps) need it, need it, need it, need it, need it. And it spikes. And I think that's that's very accurate. Because there's a pattern. There's a 
Sometimes it's a numbness. Sometimes there's a flatness to the day and you're like, I need a hit, need a hit, need a hit. And it's complicated because I think when there's my definition of addiction is anything that causes harm to you or anyone else and you know you shouldn't be doing or partaking in or consuming, but you can't stay away. And that's a very different definition than the addiction that society and the media tells us where you're like in a fucking bathroom skull, like jerking off seven times a day. You're like, that guy's got a sex addiction or a porn addiction. Or like, you know, I think there's a spectrum of addictive behavior. You don't need to be on the the intervention show to be like, I have a problem. And I think there's a lot of things we can be addicted to, including our stories, our drama, our identity. Like, that's who I am. I need that to be continually self-fulfilled. So anyways, I think this is a topic that's very sensitive. Makes me feel really shy talking about it. But again, one of those topics that I think many, 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 many men and women can relate to. And because there is an activity that we all or almost all of us in some way partake in, but we are do not have avenues to communicate with each other, the combination of those two, it's a ubiquitous common activity but it's a shame-filled conversation. Combine those two and you get a major source of depletion of power and a major potential problem. So it takes a brave man, like the man today at breakfast, to speak up about it. And maybe this man here on this podcast to speak up about it so that other people could say yeah me too damn thanks for giving me permission to look into this for myself so anyways I have been abstaining from it for about a week because now I see how toxic the behavior even if it's two or three times a week for me personally, doesn't feel good. My body is telling me <clears throat> something's wrong. My heart is not feeling full and and in tune. So, anyways, that's the podcast. I'm going to explore this topic in more depth. I'm already feeling a vulnerability hangover because it is a sensitive topic. But one life to live. And I'm choosing to live bravely. (laughs) I love y'all. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful Friday and a beautiful weekend. We'll see you tomorrow.